band I saw that Super Mario Brothers movie. And oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know, I had some trouble because uh we see Mario playing Kid Icarus on a Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh-huh. And it got me thinking like, oh, so like in in this world Mario Mario's like a person who exists and Nintendo exists. But Nintendo hasn't made a Mario game. So, that, oh. yeah, that kind of started like just really fucking with my head, that meta element to it. And then later, in, in a pizza parlor, in the background, you see a game that is clearly, arcade cabinet, that is clearly meant to be Donkey Kong, but is instead titled... Jumpman. Whoa, hang on. What? Which is the name of the character in Donkey Kong that looks like Mario. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so this really just started blowing my mind. Because, like, this means that, that the, the there's a real Mario, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're positing there's a world where there's a real Mario. But also in this movie, they go to Donkey Kong Land, and they don't seem to know that they're in a video game. This is fucked up. Right? Whoa. Like, so what is this world where Donkey Kong has a video game in Mario's world, but when Mario goes to Donkey Kong World, they are not aware they're in a video game. But then also, Mario's playing a Nintendo Entertainment System, which he would eventually be on, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is clearly a manufactured what? reality. Like, they're living in the simulation, yes. in the simulation, right? That's, yes, that's kind of exactly what I thought. After a while, I was like, oh, it's a simulation. Got it. <laughs> and then I started really thinking about Mario. And I came to this conclusion that Mario is queer, polyamorous, cuckold kinked, and a furry. Whoa. Okay. Now, the furry thing, I definitely put that together. That tanuki suit, he loves that thing. He loves a tanuki suit. He loves all sorts of suits. He's got his little froggy suit, you know, that he wears, hops yeah, around, yeah, yeah. et cetera. Uh, so, here's the thing. He and, and Peach and Bowser, they got a... They got a thing going, right? Oh, they definitely have a thing. It's just like fucking Popeye and Bluto. and Yeah, yeah Popeye Bluto. Yeah, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, save me, Mario. Um, yeah, so that that's definitely what's going on there. But in, in the situation, Bowser is always, you know, the aggressor, you know? And Bowser spends a ton of time with Peach. Mario's just out there, like, saving her, you know? Yeah, it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's definitely their thing. There's yeah, there's definitely like a lot going on there. But then pl- plus, in addition to that, he is always on drugs. Constantly yeah, always on drugs. tripping the shrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, just think about the world he lives in as well. This man runs around big pipes down rainbow roads surrounded by mushrooms of various heights and widths. Okay, all right. He's hopping on turtles with elongated phallic heads and necks. 
Damn, There's, you are spelling out a lot right now that I had never seen in the Super Mario universe. The Super Mario universe is full of dicks, right? Seems that way, yeah. So, I was thinking while watching this children's movie that, boy, I guess they had to make it some weird meta. Because if they went trying to delve too deep into the actual, like, Mario, it might get out of hand. <laughs> really fast. Right? Really, really fast. <laughs> so, wow. there we go. That was, that's my commentary on the new Mario Brothers movie. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you should be sure to like write a review for that on IMDb. Just word for word what you just said. Just put that on IMDb. There you go. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I know that people tune in to the newest installments of Dead and Lovely for the movie commentary. That is for damn sure. Coming at you from the host with the most, it's me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben. Me, Hollywood Steve. Woo! And on today's episode, it's fucking motherfucking spring break spring all up break, in this bitch. yeah! And we are celebrating by talking about a Piron Ha Threed. Yeah, it's spring break in June. We're, we do our yeah. spring break a little bit later in totally. adult world. Yeah. <laughs> that That's right. We're going to be talking about Piranha 3, which is also my, my favorite uh, ancient Persian uh, mathematician from back uh, in the day. Piranha 3? <laughs> yeah, Piranha 3. Uh, we'll be talking about that later on. You can use the timestamp to get straight to the movie review if that's what you want to do. If you don't want to hang out with your boys and shoot the shit and all that stuff. Uh, just be that way, okay? Yeah, Fine, be that way. I might drive a boat over you later when the piranhas <laughs> are attacking. I might be that cold and callous. <laughs> oh, that's the person who skipped the opening. That's <laughs> them. I saw them out there in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just let you get, you know, turned into uh, loose shredded meat by them big old piranhas. Loose you shredded know? meat. Largely turned into just like skeletons with teeny tiny pieces of meat stuck on really God, cool meat looking. skeletons yeah. dude <laughs> fucking meat skeletons are one of my favorite things to see in a movie and i wish yeah. that there was more of them more meat, meat skeletons, skeletons dude for sure agreed oh, absolutely love it love it man it's a beautiful sunny day here in tennessee we got ourselves some great early summer weather a going on oh, how's things yeah. over there in the land of ports uh it's nice uh, i mean we're recording uh, uh, much earlier than we normally do, which means I'm I, I'm up in a morning. Uh, Look at you, which I have been for work. I've been working toward this get up in the morning thing. Whoa, Ugh. whoa! Now, yeah. look out! It. Let me tell you, um, it's interesting to be up in the morning, and uh, your brain just doesn't work, but you still gotta like do stuff. That's, That's what coffee's for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is what coffee's for. Yeah, I have I have discovered the joy of, of drinking a ton of coffee early in the morning and then getting that like two hours of energy uh, before remembering. Oh my god, it's still not even noon, right, dude? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, let me ask you this because back when you were a Mormon and you were on a total no caffeine kind of scenario for your lifestyle. Um, surely, at least like on your missions and stuff like that that you did, surely you were waking up kind of early back then. What is it like to wake up early and just be alive without caffeine? Are you even alive? What was that like? It sucked. It sucked bad. 
<laughs> so well, even back then, you were like, if God was real, he would give me stuff that helped me wake the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't thinking of it that way. I was, I was, I was a good boy who was like, oh, I'm gonna persevere. Uh, but no, it sucked. It sucked, and like you're, you know, there was an expectation you're gonna like study Russian. When you wake up, like before you go out, <laughs> and I mean, I did it, uh, but boy, holy shit, yeah, yeah. I, for those just tuning in, I was uh, formerly a Mormon and was a missionary in Russia. That's what that was all about. Yeah, it's context. You're in recovery now, though. Mm. <laughs> no, no, I'm not in recovery. I am recovered. There's nothing okay. to recover from. Recover. We need to just do the the audio uh, MCU asterisks for more details on this true believer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to episode fifty six. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes, I would. Yes, we need to get a Stan Lee type editor in here to just include that. Right? Why not, man? Get him listening to the back catalog. Hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like that would be really fucking rough, man. Like anymore, I usually have a cup of cold coffee while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil to make my hot coffee <laughs> in the mornings. <laughs> Although I will say, man, like since I have drastically slashed my, my alcohol consumption over the past, like, I don't know, a month and a half or so, uh-huh. getting the gears turning in the morning sure is a whole lot fucking easier. I'll tell you that. I had like two skank banger shows back to back Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. And uh, I was not deceased the night of or the morning after either of them because wow. I've not been fucking partying my dick off. It definitely made work a lot easier for this weekend. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No, I... I uh, oh, buddy, I can't imagine. Because, you know, you're, you're up there playing. You got to have some drinks, right? Like, you don't want to... man. So I'll, I'll I'll let the cat out of the bag. Let's right hear here. it. I'll let the cat out of the okay. bag. Secrets, skank secrets revealed. Okay. Oh. One of my favorite bits that uh, that I've started doing is I have like you know like a big handle of uh, of like you know Tito's. I got like a fifth of uh-huh. Tito's vodka right, on right. stage that I just fill with water before the show. Right. But it really turns into a bit where like the band is trying to keep me from drinking on stage, and I'm like sneaking sips off of it and shit like this. <laughs> like it kind of becomes a bit. So. It looks like I'm drinking a lot on stage. Like back in the day, it used to be that the crowd would just order shots over and over and over and over. Oh, like no. they were trying to fucking kill us, dude. There were some nights that I was like, I think they're trying to see us die. <laughs> People would buy the band so many shots. And for whatever reason, post COVID, that hasn't really been a thing. Like, oh. you know, if we ask where it's like, hey, give us a round of shots and somebody will. Um, but for whatever reason, the the free flowing uh, booze is not really that much of a thing these days, and that's fine. People don't want to buy dude. shots for skank banger no more. <laughs> Cause Biden, cause Biden's know? America, cause Biden. <laughs> but honestly, too, it's like anymore. It it makes me so tired that like my performance suffers a lot for it, yeah. and then I have to okay. load up my gear and load my gear up the steps to my apartment and shit after at like three in the morning. Yeah. So. I'm better off without it, honestly. No, I get it. Old man shit. I understand. Old I'm man a- shit, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally not party shit. That's the thing, though, that, that we all have to remember is like, you know, the bands whose music we're playing. Right. Your, your Motley Crue's, your Poisons, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff, man. 
Um, they weren't my age when they were doing this, dude. Like by the time that no. they were my age, which is going to be thirty nine this year, they were already uncool and yeah. not playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like well, how old was Tommy Lee when they when they started? He was like a fucking, fucking teenager, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. yeah, I mean nothing. Of and then by the time he had he was energy in his early twenties, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like early twenties is when they were raging the absolute hardest. And right. It's like, well, yeah, you can do that. In when your you're early twenties, you rage. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at my age. So. <laughs> <It's a little laughs> and I'm the youngest one in the band. A little bit different. Ugh. So yeah, man, things have been good here lately. Just been another really busy week. Been doing a lot of work in the studio, tracking stuff for Andy Woods' record and my record and some studio projects. So, uh-huh. Yeah, just all kinds of fun stuff going on, man. All kinds of fun stuff. So busy, in fact, I barely had time to watch but a thing or two. What have you been watching? Oh, man, we've been watching uh, some things, but uh, I'll tell you what we, we also did. We hung out with a uh, 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 fan of the show and all-around good boy, Jonas Ninivara. Um, it's the man himself, or as I call him every time I see his name on Facebook, Jonas Nirvana. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's rad. <laughs> that's what my head reads it as every fucking time. Oh, yeah. Jonas Nirvana. I'm sure I'm sure Jonas appreciates that awesome nickname. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we hung out um, at, at uh, a little like food cart slash beer area. Had a bunch of uh, German beers. Uh, super refreshing. Low alcohol. It was a good day. Had some had some Miss Yankee barbecue. I've actually had Yankee barbecue a couple times up here. One time they Shoot, man. put it in a burrito. And let me tell Come you on. something. Now, now listen. Southern delegation, hear me out. A burrito is the perfect form factor for barbecue. It is perfect. This motherfucker had barbecue. It had uh, french fries. It had coleslaw and it had mac and cheese in it, and it was fucking amazing. Holy cow! It was so okay. good. You know, again, I might be having to turn in my my southerner card by saying this, but I can't really argue with you here. Like yeah. a tortilla is a great vehicle. Yeah, he didn't for a get BB all over Quay. me. I didn't have any barbecue okay, sauce yes. on me, which is like there's I, that. You mm-hmm. know, like I understand for some people, I guess that's part of the deal. They like getting sloppy as hell. I don't, but. Um, the, the sandwich I had was, was also, it was a sloppy ass, uh, uh, burnt ends brisket sandwich. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm. amazing. So good. Their, Shit, their yeah. coleslaw was great. Barbecue sauce was great. Had a great time. Uh, yeah, we, we had fun that night, but, uh, yeah, nice. we've, been, we've been watching some stuff. We watched a whole bunch of Batman's, um, by the time this episode comes out, the Batman hell rankers will be out. So I won't say much, but. Uh, well, where can they hear that, Steve? Over on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Become a patron on any level. You get access to the Patreon exclusive episodes. That's all the Hellrankers episodes for sure. And um, I'm going to guarantee this is a good one. The Batman. Because, boy, we, we watched 14 Batman movies, but I'll tell you what. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, especially when, like, because if we had sat and watched 14 DC animated Batman movies... I probably wouldn't have a single complaint. They're like 78 sure. minutes long. They're much better told stories. The animation is cool, etc. Uh, but when you got to watch like several close to or three hour Batmans that I listen, I will just say it. We talked about it last week. I don't really care for the Nolan Batmans as much as everybody else does. I think Nolan's a good director. I 
absolutely cannot stand Snyder's Batman versus, versus Superman. Oh my god! Uh, but Lego Batman is awesome. Like Lego Batman is so awesome. good. Yeah. So the, the, we we finished all those, including just watching last night the Batman, uh, nice. which uh, is still good. Real dark. I like it. Real dark. It is very dark. Yeah. They should put on some lights. Just turn on a light or two. Or three. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some yeah. scenes where they do like backlighting stuff that's real cool, like the 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 like club scene where he like fights his way to the pink or yeah to the pink. So penguin. cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool as hell. Yeah, that's good. And like, there's some backlight stuff with him and Catwoman on a roof that looks cool. But then like most of the time, you really can't see a lot of what's going on. And I get it's it comic booky, but it's like eh, I don't know. I'd also like to see it anyway. Now, we, when you're coming down hot on those Nolan Batmans, are you telling me you don't like seeing that ultra-accurate comic book licensed portrayal of your favorite Bane? Are you telling <laughs> me you don't think they nailed it? Uh, Bane, the sophisticated British criminal? Oh, Bane. Oh. Uh, well, Bane is a sophisticated <laughs> criminal, but he is not a sophisticated English criminal. Uh, no. Yeah, he's a Hispanic man, Bane. Uh, he is not in any way as 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 portrayed. Um, yeah, I didn't like. I don't like that because we've now had two Batman's with a bad portrayal of Bane, uh, including <laughs> yeah, you know, the other one. He was like Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that didn't make any sense. I, and Bane is a really good character. Now, I do love the portrayal of Bane in the Harley Quinn show because. Hmm. I, 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 they're clearly like spoofing on the Banes of the movies. <laughs> like, oh, nice, Good. yeah. Because <laughs> Bane, Bane is, Bane is, you know, he's a he's a brilliant criminal and, and whatnot. So it's the type of thing he would do for sure. But yeah, why not give him his backstory? Why why does he have to be a white guy now? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. No idea, man. No idea. I might have been catching some of your some of your Batman backdraft because I had the urge to watch um, the animated, you know, Frank Miller's Dark Knight this week. About three quarters yeah. of the way through it, it's really, really good, man. It like, is. I think my only real issue with it is, uh, yeah, honestly, Peter Weller is Batman. Like he's okay. I think a lot of times his readings are very stiff, and he kind of sounds mm-hmm. like RoboCop. You know, it's kind of yeah, hard. Yeah. For him not to sound like RoboCop, yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> and you know, probably if, if I had never heard Kevin Conroy Batman, I'd be like, "Oh, this guy does a pretty good job." Right? But, you know, yeah, Kevin Conroy Kevin blows Conroy. everybody out of the water uh, when it comes to the Batman voice for sure. Like he's Hell perfect. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. So other than uh, uh, a ton of Batmans, we have been watching some stuff, including uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah dude yeah. i had the urge to watch that this week there's something in the fucking ether right now still man. funny i mean you know all the stuff that was funny before is still funny uh it's got it's got the marks of some mid-2000s humor or whatever but uh, largely sure. not too terrible um yeah watch the hangover uh opposite uh, <laughs> like i didn't i never was a huge <laughs> fan of the hangover but also it's like I'm less of one now. Even it's just like uh, I don't, eh, eh, I don't care for it as Man, much. I remember watching it whenever it hit, you know, DVD back in the day, and like everybody was talking about it, like it was like the funniest movie ever yeah, made. And I remember, I remember watching it and thinking it had some 
some okay, you know, just crazy shit in it. But right. I've never really had the urge to watch it again. It's not been one of those where I'm like, oh man, I'm yeah. dying to watch that one. You know? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I really was not impressed a second time around. Um, did watch there's something about Mary though, and I was a little more impressed with it watching it this time than when I saw it as a kid. Even though I was a kid, I, I liked it. I was more impressed with it because I, I had forgotten about like the troubadour element where you got like hmm. these guys just singing about what's going on. I laughed yeah, I don't my ass any of that. off in the <laughs> the bit where he comes to pick her up for prom and like, oh my God, when he gets his dick and his balls caught in his zipper, I was oh, I forgot about giggling that. so fucking much. It was so funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is largely, though, like, the movie knows what it is. I, I, I don't think that, you know, I think, you know, looking back on it, I thought, oh, I wonder, the, this is probably not going to age well. It does. I think it ages okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's it's still what it is. It's meant to be a crass comedy, but other than being crass, man, it's fine. I need to watch it again. I, I don't think that I've watched that since I was, like, Probably fucking 17 or 18, seriously, which has been a minute or two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't rush out to it. I'm not saying it's like a comedic genius or anything, but I, I was I was impressed that it, that it held up a, a good bit for me. Um, nice. On Friday night, on the Screaming Chat, over on Dick Sword, we watched From a Whisper to a Scream, which is a an anthology with Vincent Price that was directed by the director of Leatherface, which we did, you know, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, it's it's the screaming chat, so we're not paying full attention. But as anthologies go, it seemed to be boring. It seemed to drag mm. a bit. Yeah. That's disappointing for an anthology. Whenever that's what you can say about it, is that it was yeah. kind of boring? <laughs> yeah, because an anthology you should have like quick hits, right? You know, like five to ten minute, just like boom, here's the horror, move on. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also watched uh, Bad Moon on Sunday, which is a a werewolf movie from like '96 or so. Um, the I like the werewolf, like the practical stuff. I enjoyed that. They also did use some CG, but they did like they did that thing where it's clear they they used that like uh, Michael Jackson black and white video type of CG where they were merging oh, yeah. together actual practical makeup. So the that was cool, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean you could you could tell, but it also it, knowing that all the stuff they were merging together was practical makes it look better. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of doing that in preparation for Howlin' at the June yeah. here on the show. Yeah, we got Howlin' at the June coming up next week, and uh, yeah, so we we were we were watching some werewolf movie, and honestly, like this was one that it it could be better. Like the story is just slow and not not terribly interesting at times. But anytime the the werewolf was on screen, it was like, oh, cool. This is good. I like this. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, other than that, also we watched Creep Two, uh, the sequel uh, to the to to the you know kind of found TLC footage-y. song, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. TLC song. Yeah. Uh, so I creep again. Dude. 
<laughs> I'm at your window some more. Uh-huh. You know how it goes. Everybody sing along. Creep 2. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, the Creep 2. So the sequel to the POV, like Mark Duplass creep from, I don't know, early 2000s or so. I think so. It's uh, yeah. good. I think the sequel's better. Uh, wow. And I really like the first. I like Creep. I think the sequel's better. I think I think it's 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 got a, like it's surprising because it's got more to say because like you know going in you've seen the events of Creep, uh, so you know this guy's a creep. So a lot of the terror and stuff is like what you expect to happen. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of those expectations will definitely get subverted. So like. I, I won't say too much, but de- definitely you need to check out Creep too if you liked Creep. All right, is it like on uh, Shutter or anything right now? I, it was on yeah, because we 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 streamed it. I it may be Shutter okay. somewhere like that, but yeah, it was de- it was definitely streaming. We didn't have to rent it. Yeah, definitely okay. check it out. I I think man, it, it it is it is super well done. So yeah, you, you're gonna enjoy it. Hell yeah, I'll check it out, man. Uh, and that's it. That's all we've watched. Nice, man. Yeah, we we didn't really have a whole lot of time to watch much anything, man. We've had time to watch a couple episodes of like Supernatural and Ted Lasso, which uh-huh. by the time this episode comes out, Ted Lasso will have been over. Oh, no. Um, we're almost all cut up. I guess we just have like maybe two episodes, three episodes to go, and I'm going to miss it, dude. I'm really going to miss this show. It's nothing but just pure good times. I definitely will rewatch it again, unless the ending is just like, I don't know, if it ends with like murder-suicide or something, that'd be kind of a letdown, but I don't see it doing that. <laughs> Although, man, what a twist that would be. Yeah, Holy moly. I haven't even seen that show, and I know that would not make any sense, so now I'm kind of <laughs> rooting for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we've been catching up on that stuff, and uh, we watched I Want You Back, which is okay. one that we... We didn't know anything about. We were just kind of yeah, scrolling through Netflix all. trying to find a, a brunch movie the other day. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, this has like Charlie Day and it has Jenny Slate. And it's like a romantic comedy kind of thing. Uh-huh. It was enjoyable. Okay. It's a pretty fucking, pretty I like fucking good romantic people, comedy. So I, I could get into that, I imagine. Yeah. It had some funny stuff in there. It had some really good um, plot weaving where there's some shenanigans and people Ooh. don't know about the other thing that's going on and they assume that this one thing has happened but then later they find out that this other thing did and then they're upset about it and uh, then they have to try to work it out yeah oh hold on this this formula I've, that's revolutionary what what do they call that is that some sort of subgenre of comedy that's about romance Maybe it might be a new thing. Yeah, it's is like it a, new? it's okay. like a comedic romance. I think is what it okay. should be called. Yeah, a, a comrom. Yeah, yeah comrom. That's com-rom. a good way to shorten that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. it com-rom. is. It is. Mm-hmm. I like I like this idea of comroms, and maybe they should make a few more that follow that formula, but then stop. Hmm. I bet that's like old school computers' favorite genre of film, and then they probably get really <laughs> upset. A, oh, it is a rom for a com. I am a computer. Please feed me the ROMs. (laughs) I do not care about this romance. Does not compute. Does not compute. A computer saying feed me the ROMs is dirty talk. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Stuff them in the ROMs. More ROMs. More ROMs. (laughs) 
It was a good movie. I'd recommend checking it out sometime. And uh, we watched the Bob's Burgers movie, which we've seen before. We just needed something on that we had both seen. So we were both just doing stuff around the house and all that. So yeah, always good a good choice. choice. That's just mm-hmm. a fucking feel-good time. I'll tell you yeah, it what. Is. It is. It's a fun time. Yeah, man. This is usually the area of the show where I'd crack myself open a co-beer, but it is still quite early, and I've got to... Uh, to to take a little bit of a, a drive down the road there to go celebrate my wife's grandmother's ninety fifth birthday Ooh, today, dude. That's a lot 95. of birthdays. Why she keep like wow. she like all right? Let's just I'm gonna ask the tough question here. Has she earned all ninety five, or is she just thrown some in? Just Ooh, like that's a good every question. couple months, like oh, it's my birthday again. Yeah, maybe who's gonna question me, right? Right, I'm yeah, because once you're at a certain age, it's like you know. And if you claim ninety something birthdays, nobody's gonna question it. No, uh-uh, no. Yeah. I mean, because it's like, well, you you seem to be very aged, so I'm just gonna believe you. <laughs> you know? what if, can you imagine? This is my ninety fifth birthday. I'm fifty seven. <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, if she was just like, no, no, this is my 150th birthday, I wouldn't question her for a second. I'd be like, Oma, I'm with you. Let's I'm fucking you. throw down for your 150th birthday. <laughs> uh, she, she's incredible, dude. She's an uh, amazing person. She's lived through so much. So yeah. pretty amazing to see her getting on up here. Close to fucking 100, that, dude. That's yeah, that insane. is wild. Yeah, that is wild. I, I can't imagine. My, my great-grandmother lived well into her 80s. Um, and that is... Ooh, that that seems like so much living to me, right? What you gonna do with all that time? What are you uh, gonna do? Uh, I, and you know, like a large portion of it, you're an adult who's like, oh, I can't even have a drink without my back hurting the next day. <laughs> uh, Beer makes my back hurt. Yeah, oh. why? How? What? <laughs> yeah yeah that's a real long time to spend on an earth right there so yeah, so yeah we'll go down and, and have us a celebration later on to celebrate oma's 95 years here Rat. on the planet now steve this movie that we're talking about today a piron ha threed <laughs> threed threed i love it i love threed uh-huh <laughs> i'll tell you what i love about it uh-huh. it's got a dickhead getting his dick deleted. Dick deleted. <laughs> Which I think sounds like a great topic for us to cover today yeah. on the Preview Palace. Welcome to the Preview Palace. Oh, man. Dick deleting. It sure does have a long history in cinema. We have covered several movies here on the show which feature some hardcore dick deleting. Now, here's the thing. Are we just talking about the shaft? Are we covering the balls in here? Or does it have to be the entire shenanigan getting mowed down to count as a deletion? You know what? Deletion? I think any trauma to the, the genital area will count for our dick deletion list. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. The first one that came to mind for me whenever we started talking about this is one of the most absolute savage and brutal one. Uh, which is the one from motherfucking RoboCop that we did, I think, last year on the show, Action August. Yeah. You called for dick shot. Boom. <laughs> well, he Oh, that dick it. shot. He was yeah, a, oh, yeah. Fake, yeah. fucking rapist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got shot in the dick, um, <laughs> which, with that big hand cannon, RoboCop's hauling, uh, I gotta assume just turn it into a pile of mush. Just, <laughs> how, you can't put it back together because there's nothing left. 
He fucking he, he he didn't burnt that thing down beyond the roots. You know what I mean? I don't think there's any repairing. I don't think there's any repairing that he, he thing. He fucking salted the earth. He was like, nothing <laughs> shall grow earth. here. <laughs> I wonder what RoboCop's dick is like because you know he got oh, all mangled yeah, yeah. and stuff, and then they brought him back and rebuilt some of it. But does he still just have like a normal dong? He might. Huh. I gotta assume you know if you're trying to create the perfect robotic cop. You gotta remove his dick, cause mm. you don't want him taking piss breaks. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah. So interesting I, point. Mm. Maybe that's you know maybe that's where his hatred of dicks comes in. Could be. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's projecting. Like, yeah. You know? he's, he's projecting. Like, <laughs> what happened to my dick? I'll take yours now. Yeah, it could be like that. Probably is like if that. I yeah. if I got RoboCopped and they didn't upgrade me, I might be a little bit upset. I might yeah. be a little bit mad. I'd be like, you you had me fucking taken apart to my bits and bolts, and you didn't uh-huh. upgrade my tackle. Come on, guys. Well, does Come he get on. to use it? You know, like eh, that's a good point too. He's always yeah. on the job. That's yeah. right. They got RoboCop just working twenty four seven. This guy. He never gets a chance to use uh, a, a big old robo robo dong. It's a shame. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Could be. But he sure does shoot the shit out of a dick. And he does. He does. The living shit out of it, man. No. Now, one that you guys have done on the uh, the streaming chat a while back that uh-huh. features one of my favorite dick deletions is a really shitty low rent fucking B movie straight to DVD sci fi channel piece of shit called Pinata Survival <laughs> Island. Survival Island. Yeah. Boy, that one was dumb fun because it's so bad. It's really bad. It's really, really, really a terrible movie. But man, there's a part in there where a dude gets his his dick ripped off, uh-huh. and it's got that like Italian giallo mozzarella cheese skin stringiness going for it. Like it's totally yeah. got some cheese pull as it's cheese being ripped pull. off. You know, <laughs> that is what you want in a dick rip. You want the cheese pull. Oh yeah, and then I'm pretty sure that pinata ate his dick crust first. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> crust first crust first wow holy shit it's a good one it is a good one it's a good dick rip for sure if i mean just see if you could find that that short bit on youtube you don't need to see the rest unless uh you know you're having a bad movie night or you're hanging out with some friends you don't like (laughs) get out of here friends you say (laughs) Let me turn on my favorite movie, Pinata Survival Island. <laughs> also, like that you specified if you're hanging out with friends that you don't like. Right? Yeah, you <laughs> I have my these... friends I like. I have my yeah. friends I hate. You know, <laughs> we've all had friends we hate, right? Right. Right. <laughs> it's just I'm like, sure God, why thing. are we hanging out? And then they're like, "We'll <laughs> hang out tomorrow." Oh uh, yeah, I guess. You want to watch Pinata Survival Island again? Yeah, oh, I'll see that. I'll shit. wait till that guy gets his dick ripped off, then I'll leave. Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna bring over a six pack of Coors Light and leave five. Right? Why not, man? <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen a dick get deleted in "I Spit on Your Grave." I watched that movie a long, Dude, long yeah. time ago, and I, I don't remember much about it. Boy, I saw that movie as a child. Ooh, that's, that's ooh. yikes! Uh, ooh. Yeah, I saw it again as a teenager, Rough. and even as a as a as a metalhead horror movie loving teenager, I was like, "Can't believe I fucking saw this as a kid!" <laughs> like, what? Yeah, 
It's fucked uh, up, man. Yeah, when she slices off that rapist's dick, it's great. It's awesome. I'm glad that's satisfying. it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. looks, it's like a good, you know, because it's like under the water she does it and like blood sort of spurts up. It's cool. It's a, it's a good dick deletion for sure. It's clean. It's not one of these mozzarella cheese pulls. It's not one of these, you know, oversized uh, bullets to the to the dick. Mm-hmm. It's a, just a razor. But it's visceral. Rawr, take that off. You don't need it. Has there ever been a movie where somebody chomps off somebody's dick and then they smoke it like a cigar in front of them? Because I feel like that would be a really bold move. Huh. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, because like, huh. Because how is, okay, how how are they lighting it on fire? You know, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I think it's for effect more than anything, you know? Okay. What if it's like a, maybe it's like an evil genie or something. So or maybe it, it's, like, a, it's a greasy it mechanic, you know? He's, yeah. he's got the grease okay. all over him. So he just greases it up and smokes yeah. that cock. Yeah, yeah. Like a, That's like the, a cigar. Uh, the propellant. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's just like happens. chewing on it. He's got like he's got it in his mouth just chewing on it. Like people do with cigars. I bet you could smoke swamp things, Dick. I bet you could smoke swamp things, Dick. <laughs> so it's all mossy, organic we agree matter. Here, yeah, Probably no, very flammable. You're correct. That I mean, listen, I'd give I'd let it dry out for a couple weeks. And then <laughs> just go to town, smoke that dick. <laughs> Smoke that dick. <laughs> I can't believe we've not covered teeth on the show yet. I know, I know. And yeah, yeah, skip forward real quick if you don't want to know what happens in Teeth, a movie that came out like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that dick sure does get deleted in that. Boy, it sure does. And it is another unsavory bastard. So it's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, uh, she, she, um, uh, the... The premise of the movie is she's got vagina dentata, a fake thing that uh, I believe Freud spoke about. Uh, he didn't really? make it up. Yeah, yeah, he didn't make it up. He was like compiling cultural references to pussies having teeth. Um, <laughs> like you do. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, it's uh, it's an interesting premise. And uh, it is a righteous and just moment as well. So that's like pretty great. Yeah, that's yeah. a bizarre, silly ass, strange movie. It is. It is. Yeah, I, it's on. <laughs> I think it's on Hulu or something. And like, I, yeah, I've been wanting to rewatch it because I saw it back in the day around the time it came out, and I remember just being like, "What?" Because it, it takes yeah. a turn. It takes a different turn than you think it's going to. Yeah, it yeah. definitely does, man. One of my favorites is the absolutely unexplainable and ridiculous dick deletion that happens at the very end of the Italian classic pieces for no <laughs> fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> oh my and god. Like, what even happens? Because <laughs> the, the guys have come in to wheel, wheel out a skeleton, uh, and the skeleton suddenly... It's, it's, it's hand. like a Frankenstein of bodies. It's yeah. like a sewn together, right. stitched up body doll thing. And the skeleton hand reaches up and grabs a guy by the dick. And I guess he dies. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Dude, if like a fucking 
Yeah, uh, skeleton hand grabbed me by the dick and like shredded through my blue jeans with his fingers like that one did. I think I would go into auto-delete mode. I would be like, don't want to live anymore after this. Yeah. Cause of death, skeleton hand grabbed dick. Yeah, I would auto-delete because I'd be like, I don't want to think about this ever having happened to me, so I'm out. It's over. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> skeleton hand touched your dick. Like, might as well be dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no recovering from that one, man. We did uh, an episode on pieces with our friends over on Neon Neon Brainiacs. Yeah, that was yeah. In 2020, wasn't it? Yeah, those guys are cool. Yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, a couple of years ago. I got drunk as fuck Me on that episode. Too. That was fun. Yeah, check That's that out. That's a good out. one, though. Mm-hmm. It's definitely fun. Um, recently, I watched a cock and balls get absolutely fucking annihilated in Jackass Forever with that goddamn pogo stick. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Oh, poor Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is rough. All these other ones were like, yeah, Ooh. I'm glad that happened. This one, it's like, oh, no. That's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. And dude, the thing is, is like the ones that happened before it, you're thinking you're going to be way more savage. Like the right. like world-class bowler that like oh, bowls uh, yes. fucking 15-pound balls directly at his crotch. And, <laughs> oh. and they're like a, a softball a pitcher or something, too. Softball and it's pitcher, really yeah. hardcore. Uh-huh. He gets soft. He got the softball Right to the to the ding dong. He also gets punched by a heavyweight boxer. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Just and gets it, decked, right? It dents the cup that he's wearing. <laughs> a metal cup. That's how hard he got hit in the crotch. But this was but even the worse. The pogo stick. Yeah. Oh my god, man. It seems like that would be like the most silly and fun one. I mean, not fun. It seems like it'd be very, very bad. Yeah, it'd be but terrible. you're not thinking that that's going to be the most <laughs> brutal effect for some reason. That's why it's such a shocker to me. But dude, it just annihilates his poor yeah, dick and balls. No, it it's goes. So it goes bad. bad for him. Yeah, you see it. You see that. Nutsack get pinned to the ground for a brief moment. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's savage, yeah, man. It's you really saw bad. one recently in a in a Twenty One Jump Street, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Riggle's evil teacher selling drugs to kids character gets shot in the dick at the end by Jonah Hill, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he comes back in the second one, he doesn't have a dick. So I guess it was like <laughs> obliterated, just gone. Got to keep the continuity going, right? Right. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that dick got deleted for sure. Man, it did. Sure. Yeah. That, those are funny movies, man. Those are, are. really funny. They're flicks. fun. Yeah. Yeah. The second one, especially. My, my name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. The second one, especially with all the like meta elements. I mean, because they both yeah. have meta elements, but the second one really goes hard on the meta elements of sequels and stuff like that. And that that's fun. Yeah. Speaking of hard on. I hear that Willem Dafoe's got a big one that gets his balls fucking destroyed in Antichrist. I've never seen that movie, but I've heard enough about it. Uh, well, you, you could go see Willem Dafoe's gigantic cock uh, if you'd like. <laughs> uh, yeah, let Anti- me think about it. <laughs> yeah, Antichrist is. I mean, it's it's a it's a dreary watch for sure. But yeah, ball ball obliteration. Uh, oof, man. I, yeah, I, I, I think we we'll have to cover that on the show sometime because I remember watching it and then just being like, "What? Did, what did I watch? Like, Do we have to cover it sometime? <laughs> okay, we maybe we don't. To? Maybe we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fucking rough and depressing and depraved as shit, man. Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. Um, kind of sorta. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I no, don't recommend the, that ball obliteration anytime soon. <laughs> I'd rather watch old Jimmy James Bond get his nutsack smashed in a casino oh, royal. How about God that? Damn. That scene is so fucking visceral and brutal and like It is. Like his whole area down there would have to just be mushed and mashed and mangled <laughs> mushed and mashed and mangled the three yeah. m's that you yeah. don't want your junk to become no. you know there there are several m's you might uh want your junk to become but not those three that's for sure Mary a one of those right there man. yeah Oof. yeah Damn, that, man. that that torture scene i mean good god i who i remember watching that because I'm, I'm not a james bond fan as i've said before uh except for the the daniel craig james bonds uh because when i saw casino royale i was like uh you know you got that opening kill in black and white that's visceral as fuck and then that torture scene and so many other moments that are just so like oh fuck that is fucked hardcore. up hardcore yeah. yeah like when the there was um uh, terrorist that uh, uh, Lashif stole money from or about to cut off his girlfriend's arm. Like, oh, oh what? Yeah. That's brutal. Uh, yeah, glad it didn't green, happen man. because <laughs> just the, the implication of it was scary as hell. Yeah, that, that yeah, movie man. goes hard. Yeah, it does. It definitely does, man. It definitely goes hard on poor old Jimmy Bond's <laughs> scrote for sure, man. It puts him it in the hospital for a while. He's yeah. Like, the movie like doesn't just skip over it. It's not just like, yeah, he got his nuts demolished, but he's James Bond. It's like, no, he goes to the hospital, his dick's in a sling or whatever. <laughs> what if like for the entire rest of like the the Daniel Craig Bond series, like every time that, you know, there's like a, a sexy, steamy love scene uh-huh. with like the Bond girl of that movie. It gets to the part where he drops Trow and she like it does a close up of her face and she kinda like, Oh, oh. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, there was kind of an incident a few years ago. Don't <laughs> don't worry, everything still works fine. And she's like, Oh it, I, do you mind if I turn the light off? <laughs> why are dick there is just three destroyed. parts to it? What's going on with this? <laughs> yeah, what do I do with the third part? Same stuff you do with the second part. Duh. Uh-uh. What? <laughs> that would be a good way to keep continuity going, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Or just any time an attractive woman walks on screen, he just kind of winces because he gets an erection, but he's his yeah, dick's ow. broke. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Strawberry Fields. Maybe he's like getting fitted for like a new high tech spy suit, and uh, uh, what's what's the 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 weaponsry guy Q or whatever yeah, is uh-huh. like checking his pants fitting because he's got like secret you know rocket launcher pants, and he's like, which side do you dress to, sir? And he's like, well, both now, <laughs> kind of both, yeah, <laughs> kind of both. <laughs> it's just a mess down there, dude. <laughs> just it goes where it goes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What can I do? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, man. I think one of the most fucking sloppy, slimy dick deletions I've about ever seen in my life mm-hmm. belongs to one Quintum Tarantula in dang old Planet Terror. Oh yeah. my yeah. god! Yeah, it doesn't go well for him. He gets a uh, he gets zombie zombie virus melts his dick off. His balls it just, just melts like, it fall clean off, off, all melty and. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. But Ooh. he was also it's another like a, another 
time where the dick deletion is preceded by, you know, either implication of or, or an attempt of sexual assault. Like That's true. Yeah. Yeah. His his dick gets instantly deleted when he when he implies that that might happen, which is is like, yeah, as an audience member you're like, good. I'm glad that happened to you. <laughs> right. That's yeah. a, that's a film trope that I'm like, you know what? Let's keep this one going. Well, let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it sucks when it goes further than that. That's what. That's well, when, of course. Yeah, because we taught I me mean, as we said, I spit on your grave. I mean, there's others that do. Uh, even if you get the dick mangling, it's like, yeah, but I didn't want to see that. But yeah, with that, this <laughs> yeah. scene, it's perfect because yeah, he, he's like, you know, he says whatever gross shit he says, and then yeah, his dick just falls off. <laughs> Like, it just falls perfect. off, and yeah. it is sloppy, slimy, runny, gooey. Ooh, <laughs> man, it is a nasty dick delete for sure. You're going to have to damn mop that dick up off the floor later, is what Ooh, you're going to have to do. Yuck. You think maybe the, the, the janitor for that military base, uh-huh. you had to sprinkle that sawdust or some kitty litter on it later on? <laughs> Got to clean this up somehow. Or you think he walked in after, you know, all this zombie shit just happened, and he saw a pool of dick on the floor, and he was just like, I'm out. You know what? I'm not getting I don't paid know enough why that was it, but that is it. I am out. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> enough. <laughs> and uh, you know, the last one that I wanted to mention here on our list is there's a there's a really ridiculous game of catch that happens with a severed dick in the uh <laughs> punk rock melt movie street trash uh-huh. <laughs> have you ever seen street trash the uh, i think they showed it on last drive-in one time and uh yeah that sounds it, right it's gooey and melty uh, i don't remember it well but yeah uh, uh, some di- some dick back and forth <laughs> they're just having a good time with that yeah. old deleted dick yeah. in that movie that is a just really nasty scuzzy shitty movie yeah with some cool stuff in it <laughs> yeah it, it's very scuzzy and then yeah every once in a while it's like oh that's really cool though <laughs> like that effect was awesome the melts are so cool in that when the people yeah. melt and they turn into all the different colored goo and yeah, all that stuff that is cool as hell after drinking viper it's pretty bad viper yeah <laughs> well we want to know about your favorite dick deletes over on the facebook i'll say if you post about them, maybe be careful with how you do that because you know yeah you can get it you yeah. can get zucked Ooh. yeah you might get zucked so yeah you know just uh tell us in graphic detail how a dick gets deleted without showing some picture and that should be okay <laughs> yeah. yeah obviously that's how that works <laughs> do that over on the facebook group it's the the only reason to use that site that is now yeah. devoted to grandparents and racists and our group that's kind of all that there is yeah yeah i you know what uh, luckily, our group is not full of grandparents and racists. But True. can you imagine if the grandparents and racists started joining the group? Like, what would go on there? Mm, would they, they wouldn't st- have a good time. They wouldn't have a good time. They, they. Why would they stick around? You know what? I'm gonna promise. Somebody hit the music. Hit the hit the patriotic music. And my America in the future, dead and lovely, <laughs> will never be invaded by senior citizens and racists. <laughs> All racist senior citizens. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Yeah, they're the, the worst. worst type of people. <laughs> Absolute worst, man. So yeah, join up over there, hang out with your boys, and uh, don't be a, a racist grandparent. It'd be yeah. great if you weren't. 
You yeah, know? please don't be a racist grandparent. <laughs> and now, Steve, let's get on to the movie Reviewski here, where we're going to be talking about Piron Ha Threed, which came out uh-huh. in what? 2000 and something or another 2010 yeah piranha 3d uh this is the third in the piranha series but we didn't cover the first two so the first time we've done this where we just unusual for us we, we usually do the stuff in sequence yeah, yeah. um I, I mean uh i have not seen piranha 2 that's the one that is uh directed by jim cameron uh to either to a certain degree or almost entirely uh, depends on on exactly what story you hear, but uh, right. the first one directed by Joe Dante. Uh, we watched it on a screaming chat, and I'll be honest with you, it's, it's kind of boring. It it goes for humor a little bit, you know, Joe Dante style, but I I don't think they let him Joe Daunt enough. Um, mm, mm, they were like, "How about you, Joe Don't?" Huh? <laughs> you huh? more like Joe, Joe Dante. Don't, eh? huh? <laughs> I've never seen either of the two Piranha movies. Uh, oh, yeah. I think this is the only one I've seen. Maybe I've seen Three Double D. Maybe I watched that. I can't really remember, but I know for sure that I haven't seen uh, the first two. So yeah. this is definitely my first exposure to the series. I remember watching this in theaters when it came out. Uh, Kate and I were trying to remember who we saw it with. Like we felt like we saw it with a bunch of friends whenever it came out in theaters, and we just had a great time because it is just big ass dumb fun with stupid 3d elements and so much violence and so much skin and it's just a ridiculous movie dude like the way that i was thinking about this as i was watching it again the other night is that okay obviously this all started with jaws right and then later on you know like in in the 90s or 80s whenever this came out we had tremors which was you know jaws on land okay um then we get this movie which is Tremors in the water <laughs> somehow <laughs> gone full circle. <laughs> it's just I, a ridiculous, stupid, fun movie with people getting mangled and destroyed by these creatures under the water. Well, and yeah, and also doing the Tremors thing of kind of just uh, trying <laughs> doing the the floor is lava type of thing that they do in the Tremors, yes, but with water. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I would agree. It, it it is like it is the best of creature features. It is the best of exploitation movies. I would call this spring break exploitation, and I would say we need more spring break break exploitation. I only found like six horror movies set around spring break, uh, mm-hmm. and not enough of them are like this. Uh, this is definitely like playing off of. Uh, Girls Gone Wild and and MTV Spring Break and all that stuff that we had throughout the the nineties and, and early two thousands that was just yeah people being uh you know nude or uh very like minusculely clothed minutely clothed what am I trying to say not having ki- damn clothes on showing you titties you know what I mean um so uh yeah the the this this definitely is playing on, on a lot of things, but what it has for it more than anything uh, is that it is extremely well paced. It uses tension over jump scares. It uses like slow builds. It uses like really good uh, like moments of just like perfectly timed escapes. I would say for, for some of our heroes, uh, as well totally. as showing us all the gore you could possibly want. Yes. It is yeah. truly an excess 
of everything. Like yeah. there's so much like sex and booty in it. There's so much gore. There's so much blood. Uh, there's a lot of comedic elements. A lot of the camera shots and stuff they choose to use are just so blatantly over the top. Like yeah. I, I uh-huh. can't help but feel like, um, you know, our director here really knew what he was doing with this. And we've covered several of his other flicks here on the show before, right? We did High Tension. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've done High Tension and uh, the, the Hills Have Eyes remake, I think, two, two yeah. of his best. Uh, and yeah, this, yeah, definitely. This definitely, yeah, as you said, it, it shows like uh, a, a knowledge of like exploitation film and, and really just how to like show uh, a lot of skin, show nudity, in creative, interesting ways, always remembering that the thing you're selling is sex, and then also on the side, just a fun creature feature that moves along at a brisk pace and doesn't get too caught up in like trying to over-explain everything and whatnot. It's like, yeah, I don't know, there was an earthquake, and uh, yeah, these like prehistoric piranha apparently were in an underwater or an underground lake. Where I guess they ate each other, according to Christopher Lloyd scientists. Yeah. They uh, survived off of eating each other. Sure, which, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Sounds impossible, but whatever. Okay. It's amazing to me whenever you start reading reviews for this and watching reviews for this that there are people out there that have the nerve to hate on this movie what? for being like, there's no, there's no logic to the plot. That's just ridiculous. This couldn't have happened. This couldn't have happened. I'm like, dude... What is the name for, like, the medical term for the surgical procedure that you need to get to remove a stick that is in your ass? Like, these people <laughs> need it. Their lives would be so much more improved if they could medically get the stick removed from their ass. Yeah. This is not supposed to be something with a deep story or a social commentary. I mean, we love those kind of movies here on the show. But hey, like, Listen, if I had found dude, it, I would have brought it. I look for them all the time, no matter how dumb the movie is. I don't think there is one other than like, yeah, that girl's gone wild. Dude's kind of a douche. Sucks a lot. Right? You know, <laughs> like really exploitative piece of, piece of shit type of guy. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's it, like it, it really is just trying to be a fun summer movie. And it does exactly that. I mean, honestly, I don't even see major issues with the plot. It's like, yeah, some coincidences like. Oh, the kids go out to this island and their boat, they didn't tie up their boat. And so that drives so much of what happens at the end. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. big coincidence, but also kids do stupid shit. So I'm fine with it. Uh, I'll allow it. Yeah. Other than that, uh, the thing I do have a problem with, I think, is the, the timing and pacing of the ending and how, like, there seem to be so many other ways to deal with it than the way that they deal with it. But the way they oh, with deal like, with uh, it, her getting trapped in the hull right. of the boat and stuff, yeah, yeah. The way they deal with it looks cool, but it it should have been more quickly paced. It should have happened faster, and uh, yeah, not uh, not major issues. Yeah, I, I I really don't see why somebody would watch this and have major issues with it. I understand that the CG is bad, uh, and we'll talk about why that is. Um, oh yeah, but. Other than that, it's just a, a well-paced movie about blood and titties. Like, yeah, dude, who hates blood and titties? What? I feel like complaining about this is like going to Little Caesars and getting a hot and ready pizza and being like, I don't think this was top quality stuff they made this out of. But it's like a fucking, of course not. You're drunk. You just got a hot and ready pizza. Have fun. 
it's gonna taste good. Why, like, I, yeah. Do you? Why do you care what label was on the sauce? Like, <laughs> who gives a <laughs> shit? You're gonna pay your fucking. Is it six dollars now? Six dollars. I think it might be six dollars. Yeah. And get you your hot and ready, and the quality of it is going to be high for what it is, and that's what this is. It is high quality for what it is. Uh, so is it weird? To, yeah, it's weird to to critique it when like. Yeah, when you it's make doing a, exactly what it set out to do. Right, you make a movie about piranha at, at spring break. Like, <laughs> what else are you gonna do? You're gonna go serious with it? That's insane. That's what I can't figure out. Is like, what did people want out of this? Did they want some serious drama attached to piranhas? Well, I like, don't. What, what were you I, looking for? Well, I, I but I, I didn't see these negative because it has like a seventy eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's Hell largely yeah, nice. not gotten negative reviews. And it made yeah, I think like money. I, I was looking on like IMDb and watching like some YouTube reviews earlier while I was at the gym, and like the one star IMDb reviews are the most like hilariously pearl clutching conservative bullshit you've ever read. It's like hysterical how stupid how, these okay. reviews are. You've got a movie where a gorgeous porn starlet uh, Gianna Michaels has her titties out while she's parasailing. And then the titties swoop down into the lake, and we get a, a can like a vi- an angle in three D in three D of titties <laughs> swooping into a lake at a pretty high speed. It is that's where this isn't what I bought a ticket for. <laughs> two stars alone for just that scene. I I can't understand. Now listen, I know people are prudish or whatever. But when you go to see a movie called Piranha 3D and the poster has titties on it, you know what you're getting into, right? right. You should think that you would. So yeah, it, yeah. So uh, let's not worry about those fuddy duddies. We'll we'll Bunch talk about duds. how cool this movie is with all the other cool people because this movie did it made money, uh, a good bit of money. It uh, you know got got, got good sequel? reviews from people who understood what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, it is totally the hot and ready pizza thing where you're like, you know, this is better than it had to be. Right. Like, even in regards to to our cast here, because if I just told you that there was a horror movie with Richard Dreyfuss, uh-huh. Christopher Lloyd, uh, Eli Roth, Adam Scott, Elizabeth Shue, Jerry O'Connell, Ving Rames, and Paul Shear, you'd be like, this has got to be a fucking 10. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, those are big names. Uh, I mean, Paul Shear wasn't very big, and Adam Scott wasn't very big at this point, but yeah, they yeah. had done stuff, and they, they, they were known. Uh, Elizabeth Shue, obviously, like, she done a ton of things at, at this yeah. point so had back to the future Rames. two and three yeah she had been in, in back to the future two and three with christopher lloyd uh yeah getting christopher lloyd was in for one day for his scenes and he fucking christopher lloyd's the hell out of it it's great he does man yeah. there's no doubting that is him on screen I, being christopher lloyd one moment will you doubt <laughs> is that doc brown no it's doc brown um <laughs> and, and yeah they got they got um uh, fucking uh, Richard Dreyfus in for two days. Apparently, like he didn't really want to do it at first because he, you know, he kind of saw it as making fun of his his career, his you know work on Jaws. Uh, but then they offered him more money, and then he seemed to be okay with that. So <laughs> that changed his little <laughs> attitude, didn't it? Yeah, it did. God, I love it, dude. What an awesome, awesome Jaws homage this movie starts out with, with him in the boat 
fucking wearing the same clothes, drinking the same beer, singing, singing the same song. Yeah, same song. Show me the way to go home. Yeah, I, I think that that is funny because this is obviously taking a lot from Jaws. And as you said, I think Tremors, I think a lot of creature features from, you know, the because the, like I think maybe we get some stuff from Orca because uh, one of the characters from Orca is named the same thing as Adam Scott's character. Like Novak is the name, yeah. Uh, there, mm. there, there's, there's homage to some other like creature features, but it's, it is, it, it does a lot of the good things Jaws does without d- having to do what Jaws does in hiding the shark, uh, which yeah, you know right. is some of the best part. Is what makes Jaws work so well that basically the mechanical shark didn't work well. Um, but th- this doesn't have to do that. Though the CGI is bad, you don't. I I don't care honestly. I don't care I either, don't dude. Care that I it's know. Bad. Like if this was supposed to be a serious, gripping thriller about people being attacked by fish. Yeah, they're not and, scary. They're obviously yeah, fake. yeah. And if the CG was bad, I'd be like, man, they really fucking blew it. Like this is not at all scary. But the fact that the movie is just such a fun, dumb piece of shit. I don't even mind that the CG sucks. And the CG yeah. is terrible in this. Yep, I don't yep. care, though. I don't think it makes the movie worse. Uh, the reason why it's terrible is apparently, uh, you know, uh, the the Shays, or not the Shays, uh, fucking uh, the Weinsteins, um, had, they had gotten rid of their, their CG guys and brought in some inexperienced people. Uh, and this movie was set to come out in August of 2010, and by June of 2010, they still hadn't rendered a piranha. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. So that's a little last minute. Yeah. So Alexander Aja, uh, w- you know, went to the Directors Guild and said he wanted to have his name taken off of the movie, because um, you know, how's it going to end up good with you know two less than two months to get the the CG done? Uh, so. Uh, Harvey Weinstein or uh, Bob Weinstein got wind of that and he then went and like hired some people to get it done fast so like they didn't have a lot of time even if they were talented they had very little time to put it together and so what we get is what we get you know (laughs) it looks bad every time every time there's CG on screen it looks bad but I really don't think about it I really am not bothered by it uh-uh. And the thing about it is, too, is it almost makes it all the more shocking and satisfying whenever we get into the very, very many amazing practical effects that we have in this Oh, yeah. Book. Yeah, Nicotero, uh, Greg Nicotero and Howard Berger did the practical effects for this. So, uh, yeah, you got, like, tons and tons of spring breakers in these shots, which is, like, it really creates the vibe of spring break. And so when the attack starts happening, you got to have a ton of people with all these different, uh, you know, um, uh, wounds injuries. on them and injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how they do it. I love to see the meat skeleton. I love the bite. Yeah. I love uh, when you see the, the chick like two two people are carrying that one chick who's been like bitten all around the sides and then she just like f- breaks in half oh my god dude Ugh, we rewound, so rewound that and watched it like two or three times because it's so fucking well I mean, done and the looks on the guy's faces yeah. are hysterical too they're both just like oh no yeah <laughs> there's like a, there is some cg in that but like the practical stuff really sells it and there's even there's like 
you see a guy carrying a half person up from the water onto the beach. Love like, it. So much good stuff in there. If uh, I'm not mistaken, that, that's Greg Nicotero that's actually yeah, carrying uh, that it is. that you know half corpse there. And dude, yeah. just I, I love the way that they made they made the meat so stringy. Like these people yes. are made out of like loose meat BB Quay sandwich meat for sure. <laughs> I love BB it so Quay. much. <laughs> yeah, it is. I it, it is great. Like I I don't have a problem with uh, the CG at all. The fact that the fish look cartoonish is kind of kind of just adds to the humorous vibe of it all totally uh, right which it started out as more of a horror comedy uh it's written by josh stahlberg who has written the past three saw movies and and peter goldfinger and when they wrote it it was it was more of a horror comedy and then it kind of got um they had alexandra aja like signed on but then they ended up going with different director for a little while, and he he kind of changed the script. And then Alexander Aja came back on, and they changed the script mm. some more. Uh, and so it, it's less of an overt horror comedy, but there is still a ton of comedy happening. Like even if it's something stupid, like the drink getting thrown at the camera, like that's one of the few times I've like laughed because i got like i saw the 3d for what i think it, it's intended to be in this a joke right right yes it's totally man, to be it joke. wasn't even filmed in in 3d it's like yeah. one of those shitty conversions that they were doing yeah. so much uh during this time period man like all the 3d stuff got so worn out back in the day yeah and this does it in a, in a fun like cheeky way and like you know you get puked toward the camera twice uh you get uh the, the <laughs> drink thrown at the camera you get boobs toward the camera several times just it, it really is playing with it in a fun way that it made is. me think oh, i actually would have liked to have seen this in 3d it was fun i'll tell you like it wasn't it wasn't great 3d from what i recall right. but I, what I, it I did it was yeah. It just added to the excess. Like, excess right. is the word I keep using here. It added to the excess of everything. Where right. it's like, not only are we going to have these two, uh, you know, supermodel naked ladies swimming around in the ocean to this opera soundtrack, but uh, also they're going to be leaping out at you from the screen at the same time. It's just yeah. ridiculous shit. It's so fun. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I, I think that scene is, is so, like, appropriate. It is. It, because, like... It, it, this is like i think the height of 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 titty movies like when mm -hmm. you watch a movie that's just meant to show breasts uh oftentimes it's uh they they just go for like low comedy or whatever or they go for you know gory horror but there's no real like story in between that you get much invested in this does a pretty good job of keeping a simple story that you are actually invested in because the story uh you know has uh this kid who has a crush on this girl who's been away at college he's a senior in high school she's you know uh, probably a freshman in college uh and he he ends up being the guide for this girls gone wild like uh video thing the the sheriff and adam scott are researching the piranhas going on and then you got the little kids off on this little sand island by themselves and all that confluence 
basically like you get them sort of playing out what goes on in their storylines and then it all comes together there at the end that's a solid story solid structure it plays out quickly each character is recognizable i i got no real complaints about that like it's not revolutionary it's not gonna like blow your mind but it also does everything you need a story to do uh, yeah, totally. You don't get very often in movies that are also supposed to be showing boobs a lot. Yeah, uh, low brow, right? Right. Yeah. And there's there's something about the effect with this movie too. You know, which which again just has so much you know nudity and 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 skin all over the flick. Mm-hmm. It never feels sleazy to me. Like I feel like if right. this exact same movie <laughs> would have had. Uh, I think you said earlier, if it would have had Michael Bay behind the camera, this all would have felt kind of greasy and gross. And not there's sexy, something about, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's something about how stupid and fun mm-hmm. this is that it never it never feels sleazy to me. Right, yeah. It's it's not it's not necessarily a sexy movie, but it's not unsexy like a Michael Bay movie. It, yeah. It, it is, it, it's definitely one of those movies that as a kid, like if we had rented this, this would have become a regular rental because everything you could possibly want as a young horny kid without the internet. But I, I do think you're right. Like it, it so, could so easily tip into sleaze, but like I, I found myself on my third watch before we recorded like just really breaking down the uh, our two sleaziest characters and that would i would say be jerry o'connell's character and eli roth's character for and, sure yeah and i think they're given to us as a juxtaposition because jerry o'connell is a piece of shit and he is a douchebag but the women in his videos uh he he's paid them and he's like scheduled for this to happen like he's not like gotten them drunk and convinced them to do this sort Which is of an thing. upgrade over the an real up, guy yes, that did girls gone exactly Wild. he's an upgrade like jerry o'connell's still more charming because like and he, more ethical <laughs> he's more ethical yeah even though he is a piece of shit who doesn't care about kids doesn't care about anybody except himself etc he sucks but then eli roth's character the wet t-shirt host uh yeah he see, he seems more exploitative and more douchebaggy uh, they both get their comeuppance because they're douchebags and it's an exploitation film and you have to apply a rigid morality in an exploitation film to get away with what you're doing on the side, which is just showing a lot of boobs. So, right. you know, like they, they're both douchebags, so they both got to go. But at the very least, uh, the, the people hanging out with Jerry O'Connell seem to not be bothered by what a douchebag he is. And then the Eli Roth, we see him like almost pulling a girl off a boat to, to try to like save himself. But also Jerry O'Connell's character is a piece of shit too. He is a piece Dude. of shit. Like they're, they're oh, yeah, setting totally. a, like interesting juxtaposition where they're both pieces of shit on a different side of the spectrum. And we get to see them both get their comeuppance. And like, that, that's so like, that's cool. Like I, I, I don't like when Danny dies. I don't like you know when a lot of the people die because they're they didn't do anything wrong or whatever. But I think that like that he is doing the thing where you have to uphold a morality in an exploitation movie. So Danny has to die because she was working with the douchebag, and I guess maybe we were supposed to get that she was kind of like a recruiter, like she was using 
um the our main kid fuck what's his name he's so forgettable I know, right <laughs> i'm trying jay. i have trouble remembering it. Dan- yeah okay jay I was yeah, like, Danny, yeah. What is it? <laughs> i think we're supposed to get that she's like flirting with jake to get him to come along just so they can you know use his expertise or whatever not because she actually likes him but i think the way that it's played like it feels to me like kelly brook is just too charming so know, she doesn't right? feel slimy at all. She feels uh-huh. like she just I think she just genuinely likes this kid. Not you know, she she's he's seventeen. I think she's supposed to be probably in her, her mid to late twenties. Uh so she's just flirting with him. I don't think it's intended to go anywhere. But I yeah, I think she's maybe in the script they thought she would come across as slimy, but the performance is just like, no, nah, I like her. She's cool. Yeah. 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 Very, very likable characters and stuff in there. You know, I'd like to talk about Eli Roth here for just a second, because Kate and I were talking about this while we were watching it, and we're like, do you think that he's actually a big piece of shit in real life, or does he just play (laughs) one really well in movies, and he just leans into it? I that same question, and I was going to bring it up, and I'm so glad you did. No shit. Yeah, because... When he was on the last drive-in and doing interviews, it was like one thing that one thing that came across to me is, man, this this dude really does love horror movies. Like he just loves them. Uh, and another thing that came across to me is, yeah, he might be a douchebag asshole too. <laughs> like he might love horror <laughs> he, he movies. He could be both. Yeah, but I also wouldn't. I don't know if I'd want to hang out with him. Like, yeah, that that's because like he plays it so well. A lot. <laughs> it feels like where he's he's supposed to be kind of a douchebag and he, he does it so well but that you know that could just be uh uh, uh you know he's, he's he seems very like animated and stuff and so like he could just come across kind of douchey and actually actually be a really genuinely nice guy but yeah he oh boy i he plays a douchebag so well just so I know, well man yeah and it's like maybe he just knows that he does it really well or maybe he is like the sweetest guy in the world so maybe. he just loves taking these like really hateable roles because right. it's such a departure from his real life persona like maybe so i don't know anything about the guy at all other mm-hmm. than usually when you see him in a movie he's super fucking hateable yeah that's true <laughs> I think he than, is good at it yeah other than inglorious bastards it feels like every role he's had yeah he's supposed totally. to be hateable yeah yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, the real life Girls Gone Wild guy saw this and got yeah. really pissed. Good, <laughs> really <Fuck him>. pissed. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean the, the the idea that you would sue people for accurately lampooning you is like preposterous. Like, what <laughs> what are you saying? Like, it's too much like me. Oh, yeah, kind okay. of like an admission of guilt, yeah. right? <laughs> And what? as we said, it's not too much like him. He's better. This guy is 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 better than the the actual girls gone wild guy. <laughs> oh my god, man, so stupid. Yeah. Uh, but but Jerry O'Connell does a really good job in this too. You he can does. tell that he's having a good time being a piece of shit on screen too. Yeah. Because yeah. he's usually, I don't know, he plays like kind of douchey characters sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes he plays like very likable all American dudes. Uh, you yeah. can tell he's having fun getting in the scuzz with this flick for sure. I love dude like man whenever he gets uh his entire bottom half just destroyed by the piranhas <laughs> and they like I think he's okay and they pull him up and he's just got this ridiculous meat skeleton legs it looks like a fucking cannibal corpse album cover it's phenomenal it's, yes it's bad and his first reaction is they took my penis 
<laughs> hey, my penis, man. <laughs> that's all he could think about. Is that they took his dick. Like, that's amazing. And he pops I, back to life at the last minute, and his last words are, wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> no, just wet, wet t-shirt. t-shirt. Contest. That's it. Wet t-shirt. Yeah. That's yeah. it. What? <laughs> I, what? So he, okay, I, I have a theory that he did something to these fish in a cutscene or something, because those motherfuckers, they, they bit his dick off. Then, as his dick is floating down, two of them fight over it. One of them chews it up and swallows it, then pukes it back out. <laughs> These motherfucking fish hate this dude. They hate are just, this dude's dick. Yeah, They didn't even want to eat it. They just wanted to mangle it. That was it. They weren't <laughs> hungry. And then later, whenever they're trying to escape out of the bottom of the boat... Like the kid like throws Jerry O'Connell's body over the water and all the fish are like, fuck yes. So I, I, I guess it. there was a scene where like he insulted the fish in some way. <laughs> Maybe the fish were like, ooh, you want to see these titties? And he was like, no, not really. <laughs> and they took, and they kind of took that personally. Yeah, right? they took that person. They're like, man, what's wrong with fish titties? <laughs> god it's it's so good and it's so ridiculous and over the top man ving rames is in this and he's fucking he sure great is. he's great he's he's got the meats uh he's he's just like fucking blasting them with a shotgun and then rips that motor off the boat and it's just what chops them up chopping through waves and waves of piranha and While eventually his legs they get him up. they do get him now he he comes back for Piranha 3 Double D. Okay. Somehow. <laughs> All right. So, there you go. Are his legs okay? Uh, they're, they're, you know, a little worse for wear, but I believe he is walking <laughs> around, yeah. <laughs> Paul Shear and this dude, I love that he just plays such a dumb douchebag with yep. his fucking zinc mm-hmm. oxide on his nose and his yep. damn bucket hat and that big gap between his teeth. I Paul Shear's fucking hilarious, man. Like he that is. guy, I used to see him pop up in movies and shows and stuff back in the day, and I would always be like, oh, it's that fucking nerdy, annoying guy or whatever. Uh-uh. And then, like, years later, I start listening to How Did This Get Made? And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he knows what he's doing when he's playing that nerdy, annoying guy. <laughs> he knows he knows that he fits that that type for, for you know, what, what people want. Uh, but, yeah, no, Paul's great. I love, yeah, How Did This Get Made is awesome. He's an amazing improviser, too, if you ever hear him on, like, oh, Comedy yeah. Bang Bang or anything. He's, he's awesome. Dude, Adam Scott, whenever he popped up on this, yes. like I was like, oh shit, Adam Scott is in this. And then for like a few minutes, I was like, why am I getting like weird vibes from him? What did I see him in recently where his character is like really dark and fucked up? And I was like, oh wait, fucking Hellraiser 4. <laughs> that was the last thing that we saw him in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah, the, he's uh he's great in this. He, he action Adam Scott. Uh yeah, oh, he's, dude. He's he's like you know, say, Adam Scott. Yeah, he's saving people. He's got that shotgun. Yeah, I think I think uh, he do, he does a great job in this. Uh, they didn't really utilize his comedic talents in any way, but that's uh-huh. you know. That, but dude, he when he jumps in like at, during the big spring break massacre, and he's like swinging from the the balcony on yeah. that stage and jumping on that fucking ski dude. Like hell yeah, it's he's awesome. just like a fucking action star out of nowhere. That's right, in this. yeah. Yeah, man, I, I I really enjoyed it. I've heard him talk about it a couple times on uh, different podcasts and whatnot. That 
you know, just doing this. This is one of those movies that, like, I've heard him and Paul Shear talk about, where just like, you know, they didn't really have any, like, they thought it was just a stupid little movie, have any idea what they were doing, <laughs> honestly, like, or whether, you know, it would turn out right. But I think, you know, looking looking back on it, I can see, especially when you're coming up to June and you hear they don't even have a fucking piranha rendered. Uh, yeah. I could see just writing this off, but like if, if Adam Scott or Paul Sears listening, you should hold this as a fucking feather in your cap. This is a fucking masterful uh, exploitation horror movie that everybody should see and enjoy. Yes, completely agree, man. Absolutely agree. And Elizabeth Shue is is great in this. Yeah, too. she's I like, awesome. I think her her role's pretty straightforward. Cop mom, yep, but cop mom. I got no complaints about everything she yep. does. She has some good action beats too. She does. Yeah. No, they they didn't. Yeah, they didn't like like she's she's as much. Uh, I honestly, she's braver than Brody in in Jaws. Like she doesn't have the fear of of the water or anything. So she she just yeah she springs into action and and gets stuff done and there's yeah there's not any like not any moments where she makes any decisions that uh, don't make sense or whatever she's not like clout her judgment's not clouded or whatever she she's very much just like straightforward hero archetype it feels like I love that Adam Scott gets Deep Blue Seed there at the end like oh man yeah because you get the ob- <laughs> you get the obvious sequel set up. And then the zoom into Adam Scott and just fucking obliterated by gigantic piranha. Uh, the end. <laughs> yeah, that's such a that's such an awesome end. I feel like, but yeah, I, Man, I, maybe this is one of them dangle mandala effect kind of things going on right here. That mandala effect, you know, Mandalay Bay effect. Is I could have swore there was a <laughs> I could have swore there was a post credit scene with like a we're gonna need a bigger boat. Huh. Uh, Kate was thinking the same thing too. It wasn't just me. We we're both like, "Oh yeah, we got to watch through the credits for the post scene." And it's like, "No, there's just a a head that floats that down might through be the water." Three double D, yeah, that might be okay. three double D that has that. Again, I'm if I've sure. seen it, I I don't remember it. It's got David, I don't know. I have to go back and watch it again. It's got David Hasselhoff in it. Uh, hmm. eh, I mean, it's directed by the guy who directed Feast. I'm not exactly impressed by it, and it certainly doesn't carry the same tone and show the same deft ability as as this one does but yeah you know it's it's fun it's fun in its own right i'll tell you man like especially considering asia's other movies that i've seen which you know again be high tension and hills right. have eyes um i was really surprised to see how well he handles comedy i don't know why i keep saying that when we've had so many other amazing horror directors that do something funny and it's like fucking hysterical and i'm surprised by it uh-huh. uh but i just i didn't know that he would do this stuff so well but like he handles right. b-movie stupid spring break exploitation tone way better than i ever would have expected yeah that's kind of what i had hoped for with crawl that's uh, you yeah. know one yeah, of my dude, disappointments right? with crawl was you know crawl, i forgot that was him wasn't it? so serious and whatnot yeah, the, this is this is so much better in that respect that I, I I don't want I don't want a creature feature to be too serious. I mean, Jaws nailed that. Let's move yeah. on. You know. Yeah, totally. It's kind of <laughs> hard to to get that one back, right? Yeah, but this this uh, this I mean, it still carries 
the tension and the suspense and stuff like that's why it's still enjoyable because otherwise yeah it's just a skin flick but it's not it's still got all the tension and suspense that you want from a good horror movie without relying on a bunch of jump scares like there are some things like the the corpse popping up behind her as she like fell in off the dock there that but that was good like that's kind of like that moment in jaws when we we see that that corpse under the water you know it 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 definitely has a a couple jump scares but it's not relying on them to carry the tension and the suspense like so much else is happening like we keep seeing like people's feet dangling in the water or people just barely getting into a boat before the piranhas get to them but they have no idea so they just keep partying like all that stuff helps to keep you interested and then all the other stuff which is just like dancing there's just so much spring breakers dancing and doing wild shit and like wet t-shirt contests and whatnot like that that stuff keeps you entertained and the the storyline is keeping you uh you know suspended in, in a little bit of fear while never really feeling too much because they look like cgi piranhas totally dude and and that's the thing that i think is is like really well done with this too that again is you know um so much credit goes to the director for this but anything in this that does feel like high tension you always laugh like a half second later you know like any, any of those jump scares and stuff that happen like it'll spook you and then you'll laugh the next second. Like right. like one for me that was really like um you know making my fucking toes curl, man. Whenever that uh that that douchey guy is like driving that speedboat through all the people to try to get away. Uh, yeah. And that girl's hair gets wrapped oh, up in the propeller. No. And like the tension building there lasts a long time. Yeah. You've got her like screaming and flailing and trying to like keep her head above water, which is right. terrifying. Him trying to restart the boat. So you know something bad is going to happen. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's like I'm, I've got fucking long hair and stuff. Like the yeah. idea of getting my hair in a damn Scary boat propeller. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's terrifying. And it builds and builds and builds. And then he finally starts the boat. And dude, when it just peels, her <laughs> face clean off. It's so brutal that it's hilarious. Like it, it pays off it's tension yeah. with hilarity. Yep, it is. It is. It is perfect in that moment. Uh, yeah, I, I think that they they did so much like cartoonish stuff that works perfectly. Like the 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 piranha like that were in the boat trying to jump up out of the water to get this person. Like there's meat just outside, but these piranha don't they don't care about eating. They just like killing. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, they're murderous, dude. Yeah, I love that cartoonish level to them that they are in fact evil. They're not just uh, eating. They they want to kill. In fact, they seem uninterested in eating the the bodies after they die. Yeah, they just want to annihilate, I guess. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that entire spring break masker scene is like 10 minutes of all hell breaking loose. It yeah. goes and goes so and goes. You get so it's many amazing. things, man. You get the fucking ghost ship, uh, you know, loose cable cutting two women in half. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Not only cutting them in half, but it's like also 
it happens to hit in such a way that it also cuts her top in half because right. boobs. So, and so then she splits out. in yeah. half. Uh-huh. Like stuff like that's so stupid. You it's know? awesome. Yeah. Eli Roth's head getting smashed between two boats. That's awesome. Oh, that's satisfying. Yeah. That thing just blows up like a fucking watermelon at a Gallagher show. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, as we said earlier, like the 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 woman being pulled out of the the lake and and just snapping in half, I guess because they had eaten her exactly in half, but like left it yeah, enough. Yeah. Uh, how did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't now know. that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wait, how would that happen? Huh. Yeah, there's so and many also good as if she'd be there. alive, you know, with yeah. all of her everything cut in half. <laughs> yeah, how was she still living? <laughs> I guess I love how she played that too, because like she snaps in half, and then she's kind of like ah, and then just dies. <laughs> Dude, I read something in the IMDb trivia about them using like it was like seventy five thousand gallons of fake blood a yeah. day <laughs> while awesome. filming those scenes. A day, man. That's, That's awesome. ridiculous. It's so good. Like it was warranted. It was well warranted. That that definitely like the final result is awesome. Yes, dude. And you know these are millennial piranhas because they be eating ass. <laughs> they do eat ass. That is true. Uh they eat all the bits though. You know, we see them eat a dick. That's true. Yeah, they well, don't I guess discriminate. They don't eat the dick. They chew up the dick and puke it out. <laughs> and it's got big like teeth marks and stuff. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> and again, in three D, dude, yeah. come on. Like, how Puked do you get better than a camera. fish barfing up a chewed up dick at you in three D? Where else are you gonna go for that about? experience? This movie's an eleven. Like, come on, <laughs> right? Yeah. I just, I don't know what there is to complain about. Like, I, I don't really have any complaints. Like, it looks know, really yeah. great. Like, yeah. the the editing is fantastic, it especially is. during it's that great. massacre scene. Like, it's, it's so showing good. you all these so different good. things happening in the same environment, but they don't feel disconnected. Like, they don't just feel like little, you know, vignettes of gore and violence. Like, it feels like these are all things that are happening simultaneously right. at this lake fucking party. Yep. Uh, the, yeah, the editing, the pacing, the humor elements, the gore... It's it's all real fucking good. Again, I could complain about the CG. It is yes. bad, but I don't think yeah. it'd make the movie better to have good CG. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that it would. I don't know that it hurts the movie. Like if the yeah. CG were better, I would there. I just would have no discussion of it. It would just be like, yeah. oh, there's some CG. It's it's fine. Um, I w- we but, wouldn't be reviewing this going man it'd be better if the cg looked worse like, we wouldn't true. be saying that yes so that know? that would that would be a slight improvement uh and as i said i think the ending i wish they had thought it out a little bit more because there are so many times there where i'm like I, I feel like there's a lot of other ways you could have done this especially like the way danny dies because it's like they start sending her across the rope but then they all go and it's like go yeah. one at a time that way sure, you don't right? dip down into the fucking water. Like, <laughs> yeah, that kind of felt like they got to the end of the movie and like we're like, oh shit, we forgot to write a death scene for her. Uh, yeah. Here it is. She dies right here for whatever reason. Right. It's brutal too. Though. It it's is really brutal. <laughs> and then also like his plan to get her out. Uh, they end up waiting so long that I'm like, why does why don't they just go out and then get up on the boat and then tie that rope back up? and just go across because they're not they don't have to blow up the boat they don't have to kill all the piranha which again i i don't understand as well 
the premise that they're killing all the piranha by blowing up the boat as that massacre just happened like on a different part of the lake. I know, right? Like, yeah. I think there's still thousands of these things in the water. Yeah. There's no way that got all of them, yeah. right? But that's a kind of minor complaint because I, I don't really care that much uh, at Same. the end. It's fine. It, it still works. So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I think we gave, uh, you know, we gave Deathbed high marks for what it yeah. is. <laughs> and when you talk about this for what it is, man, it's pretty fucking perfect uh spring break exploitation movie it's everything you'd want from that agree dude a saturday afternoon watching this as a matinee or after a long day of hanging out right near the beach or your local lake you're gonna watch this uh, watch this with some friends and have maybe a co-beer or two how are you gonna have a better time yeah, no, I, I, that, yeah, that's it. So, you know, again, like we're judging this off of what it is. So if, if the score's high and you're like, well, you gave this other better movie a worse score, it's like, well, yeah, but that's for what that is. We're talking about for what this is. Cause I'm, yep. I'm definitely, I, I, I think it's up there. I enjoy, I, I like never would turn down watching this movie. Same. I enjoy every moment of it. There's just so much of me. It was like each time I watched it, it was me like looking in the background and being like, oh, she's hot. Oh, she's hot. <laughs> like your eyes can't look away from what's happening on the screen. And it's great. So, yeah, gosh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's up there. Well, I. Get, help me out here. What what are you going to get? I know, right? Is it crazy to be like, this is like an eight and a half or nine for me just because I have no, so much not. fun watching yeah. it. It's just fun to yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say a nine. So, yeah. yes. Yes. I think this movie is so fucking good. But I also understand that we're talking about a movie that it, it has a, a limited ceiling. Like when you set out to make a movie like this, like the highest it can get the best you can get is still not going to be on the level of like the shining or Texas chainsaw mask or psycho or any of the, the classics, but yeah, yeah, boy, howdy does it do exactly what it sets out to do extremely well. You know what this is? This is like when you find just some random bar that makes the best Long Island iced tea that you've ever had in your entire right. life, <laughs> which is still just a total trash bomb of a fucking drink, but they just do it really, really well, and it does what it's supposed to do, which is get you fucked up and give you a horrible hangover. It, this is totally a well-made LIT of a movie is what it is. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's a that's like an appropriate association, right? too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. And it's it's fair too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we want to hear what you guys think about this one over on our Facebook group, our Instagram page, our Twitter page, everywhere you can hang out with us on the interwebs. You guys can find all of those links through our Linktree page. Uh, and that's also where you can find our Patreon if you yeah. want to help support the show and give us money paper. That's right. Head on over there, patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Uh, if you become a patron on any level, you get access to our Patreon exclusive episodes. Uh, the Batman Hell Rankers is up there. Go check it out. Uh, if you become a patron on a $5 level, you get to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl. Then we draw from the Smoking Bowl and we cover the movie that we draw from the Smoking Bowl. Uh, that That's pretty much it. It's fun every time. 
just recently did Deathbed, and I'm so glad we did. I don't know if we would have ever chosen to do that movie, but thank goodness for John Latour. Uh, Hell yes. So awesome. Yeah, man. Good time. So be sure to sign up over there, get access to all those bonus goodies and all that jazz today, and also be sure to tune in next week on the show where we're kicking off. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, we're howling at the June over here on Dead and Lovely, aren't we? That's right. We're going to uh, we're gonna be talking about a werewolf movie, a tradition we started in June at the suggestion of our guy, Kev Bickerdyke. Uh, and we had a vote over on our Facebook group to see what the Howlin' at the June movie would be. And you guys chose Teen Wolf. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell I'm yeah. excited to do this one. I mean, we've had it in the vote before. Uh, I loved this movie as a kid. I'm excited to talk about it. I am too, man. I watched this kind of recently. I remember at one point during uh, 2020... I watched this on a day that my wife had a migraine and she was laid up all day. Uh-huh. So I used our elliptical machine and I watched Teen Wolf and I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail this Ooh. time. And it was a really, really fun day and uh, I enjoyed this movie. Definitely has some dated stuff in it that's, you know. Yeah. We'll talk Not about it. Not aging gracefully, yeah. but uh, it is it is still a fun flick. So yeah, we'll talk about that one on the next installment of Drang and Largly. I've been your good buddy, Uncle Ben. And I've been Hollywood Steve. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Now, Steve, I think that we know that the the German people have, have somewhat of a, a checkered past in their history. Perhaps <laughs> that's, the yep, that's one way to put attempted it. global domination <laughs> right, stuff right. that they've done. Uh, I think that one of their biggest problems is is that they're just you know they're they're living in the future. They're always trying to think ahead of themselves and okay. trying to do that rather than live in the present, which is why is that, all right. I'm proposing a bold new fashion oh, no. for our friends in Germany. I'm asking them to throw away their later hosen and exchange them for now hosen. Live in the moment, Germany. Now present hosen. hosen. Maybe Pre- present hosen. I don't present know. Present hosen. Present hosen. They definitely don't need to be living in the past hosen. They don't need to put past hosen on. That yeah. is confirmed. Okay, yeah, that's a bad idea. That's a uh, bad look. <laughs> But <laughs> I I see I see what you're saying, yeah, because because yeah, later ho- it's like yeah, guys, like you know, you're always living in this future where you dominate the world and you're Aryan in your hosen in your hosen and you're mm-hmm. you're spreading your Aryan seed, all that nonsense. But yeah, you gotta you gotta stop thinking later hosen, start thinking present present hosen. Yeah, mm-hmm. the world would be a better place if they do. If you are thinking about later hosen, just think like, oh, in, in later hosen, no Nazis. 